This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? In the Bonus Podcast. Uh, welcome in. So last night, I actually went to the Lakers-Knicks game. And uh, if you listen to my show enough, you know that I am a gigantic Jalen Brunson fan. And that even when he signed, he signed for a huge amount of money, I was like, I actually think they underpaid him, didn't overpay him. And that's turned out to be accurate. But what everybody's talking about is the banner that the Lakers hung up for winning the first in-season tournament. Um. I don't, so here's how I look at it, right? Here's how I look at it. There's nothing wrong with celebrating. There's nothing wrong with getting money. There's nothing wrong with some sort of recognition or some sort of even little banner. Even though it's the Lakers who have, I guess, 17 titles, although the truth is 12 because five of them when they're in Minnesota, right? Have we, has anybody ever said that? Like it's bullshit that the Lakers claim 17 when only, when only 12 have been in Los Angeles. 
Right? All of Boston's have been in Boston. Only 12 have been in L.A. But here's the bigger thing. I coach AU basketball, and we have a tournament like every weekend, and we get T-shirts and occasionally a trophy for the win. Right? It's not the national championship. It's not anything that big, and that's really kind of what you need, and this is the NBA's version of sort of T-shirts. But there's, there's two parts to it. One, if it's really a championship, you really need to have a victory parade. It isn't, so you didn't. And two, uh, have you noticed the Pacers are 0-4 since playing for the in-season tournament championship, and the Lakers are 1-3? So I'd love to think that this is some sort of um, precursor for what we're going to see in the playoffs, but the reality is it's not. It's still cool to say you won, but it's it just doesn't resonate that way. And I know the league is the one that's like, hey, you got to recognize it, you got to put up a... It's not that you put up a banner, it's where you put it up. It's how you celebrate it. And it's not that you celebrate it, it's that did you stop everything? Did you... I think it's a win for the NBA because I'll be honest with you, there was such curiosity over it between the courts and not knowing who was playing or what HK meant. There was some confusion to it. That actually worked for the tournament. But if you're trying to validate it, saying that if you want it, you got to put up a uh, banner and the banner's got to be next to the rest of your banners, we just kind of lose our attention. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. 
Last question. I promise you have to go. I have to go. But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to what the Fox says. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Every day at this time on the Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus podcast, we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports One. We call it What Does the Fox Say? This is Dan Patrick talking about the Lakers raising their in-season tournament championship banner last night. They hung their banner. It was a brief ceremony. Championship hangover. Yeah. It was a hangover. <laughs> yeah, you can understand the loss. The Lakers were emotional from the pregame banner raising. Well, it takes a lot out of you. Crowd was all into it. Yes. Yeah. They put it. All right. Uh, they, they put the in-season banner way too close to the I know. title banners, the re- real title banners. It should have been in a def- like a secondary area, like Loge 2 or something. Or maybe where the celebrities go when they go before the game or at halftime. Like you could have the banner in there and let people touch it or yeah. something. But don't have it out in the arena. Yeah. Yes, Marvin. Put it next to the Clippers banners. Wow. Oh, sorry. Wow. Well, they're going to get their own arena, though. Where they still have no banners. That's okay, true. Cool. Yes. All Pacific <laughs> Division champs. Yay. <laughs> well, they can't even say that. Yeah. Yes, Seton. It's funny that in like sports they don't have um there's a now there's the championship banner and then there's an in-season tournament banner but nobody cares if you have the best record during the season mm. like there's no like which is really what the whole thing should be is who wins the most games during the season you're the person that's the champ that's really what it should be but instead there's the in-season tournament then there's the ch- champion of the playoffs basically but nobody cares about actually what your record is well um you know, look, I understand what Seton's talking about. I would tell you that the the in-season tournament is something, it's a direct copy of what you have in international competition when you play, when you play overseas. So that's what it's a copy of. And honestly, it accomplished its goals. Guys were, guys played more. People were sort of into it. The Lakers were into it. I mean, we can make fun of it all we want. It's very easy. And I'll talk about raising the banner because I was actually there. But the reality to it is, like, it was a win for the league. I mean, have you ever thought or even made fun of teams playing hard in November and December in the NBA? Of course not. The NBA season for most people is opening night and then Christmas Day. It was Christmas Day games. They lost Christmas Day to the NFL. The NFL is like, "Mm, we're going to take that. So they created a, a completely different way of doing it. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. Now, in regards to the banner, yeah, it is way too close to the other banners. It is way too close. And maybe it's because that area is cordoned off to them at, at crypto. But if I'm running crypto, knowing the Clippers are leaving at the end of the season for the Intuit Dome, I'm going to give them kind of carte blanche to kind of spread out those purple and gold banners to keep them as long as I can and keep them happy. So was it too close? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Surely was too close. Um, it wasn't a long ceremony. But having the ceremony was a little, little different where they unveiled it and then we got on with our day. But in regards to making fun of the, the actual tournament, I don't know. I thought the tournament was fine. I thought it accomplished its goal. Do I think it, is a, it has any sort of resonance uh, with who is the best team in the NBA? No, but maybe that's actually kind of what makes it cool. I'd like to see them either 
bring in G League teams. But that's probably not going to happen, right? Because when you play an international competition, you play against the first and second division. Or do a cup league where you play against international teams and they're all part of the tournament. That would be amazing. Also, not likely to happen. This is Craig Carton and Victor Cruz on the Eagles moving forward. The schedule is set up where I would be shocked, even if it's a dysfunctional mess and now there's some infighting and chirping going on. They should not lose to Tommy DeVito and the Giants or Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. And Vic, I think what you said a half hour ago, which is really interesting and I think right, it's one thing to win all three games. If they do that, sorry, Dallas, the Eagles win the division, and they're the number two seed uh, behind San Francisco, okay? Meaning they get home playoff games. Round one in Philly, round two in Philly, and if they advance, they'd ultimately go to San Francisco, okay? But it's how they play these games. Like, no joke. Last year, they played the Giants three times. They blew them out all three. They need to blow them out. This can't be a 17-13 game late in the fourth quarter. No way, no way. They got, it's about how they perform in those games yeah. that will have you like, oh, they're back, or they're the team they've they've righted the no ship. No turnovers and hurts. But but Craig, you know what I smell? I smell burnt peacocks. <laughs> no? You know what I smell in Philly? What? A players only meeting coming. Oh. They yes. the players only love meeting. Oh, yeah. love right the shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I think the Eagles are a bit of a mess. And I think there's a couple of things that go along with it. Um, I, I became a convert. I became a convert to uh, the Jalen Hurts religion over the past year. You know, I, having watched him in college, having talked to people at Oklahoma where uh, he was okay, and then at the end of the year, they just like, let's not do progression reads. If you don't have it, just run. And then watched his evolution in the NFL. I just wasn't buying that he was an MVP, but he played like it. And then this year, he hasn't played as well statistically, but they found ways to win games. Now I watch him like, you know, I might have been closer and the analysis of him coming out of college might have been closer to the truth than what we believe or what his contract will tell you. So, and I know he's not earning the contract yet. I think that goes in, he gets the money up front this year, but then it goes in the books next year. But the fact is that changes dramatically the expectations on the field, the expectations in the locker room. And... um Like, he's clearly a superstar in Philadelphia, and how you handle that is judged by your teammates, and how you play is judged by your teammates and fans. I think that's part of it. They haven't been as good since Shane Steichen left to be the head coach. Their their defense isn't nearly as dynamic. And then you factor in they have a head coach in Nick Sirianni, who last year walked around like he's some WWE figure, you know, with doing the George Jefferson walk. And now you start getting your ass kicked, and how do you handle that? Are you built for that? I think the Eagles are a mess. I think they've gotten their comeuppance. I think they're a mess. Like, and and look, we we picked Seattle to win last night, and it didn't happen till the final drive. But it was Drew Locke, and you did. And I that was because I didn't know Jalen Hurts was going to be playing. But it was. It's not like you lost to the eighty-five Bears. It's not like you lost to the Cowboys or to the Niners. 
You lost to the Seahawks on the road. Granted, traditionally tough place to play, but this is not a great Seahawks team. And you look pedestrian on offense, and defensively, you've they've shown they can be had. I think that place is a mess. And that's probably why Victor Cruz said players only meeting. That only happens when things aren't going well. Here's Colin Coward on Aaron Rodgers. You ever feel like uh, you got like a grift radar when you feel like you're being sold something? You know, you go, it could be a car lot. It could be a a convention and you feel like, I don't know, you're kind of selling me something. This doesn't feel right in my gut. I feel like I'm kind of being sold something. I think it's Aaron's PR. Aaron's like, I'll have your back to Woody Johnson. Your job's on the line. I like Saul. I'd bring him back. But Woody Johnson can be impulsive. It's like, Aaron, I'll have your back. You have mine. Buddy-buddy system. That's how Aaron works historically. Have my back. You're the greatest, including Nat Hackett. If not, you don't get it. But Aaron does not want to spend the next six months in the offseason having radio stations and newspapers and columnists clobber him. So he's selling hope right now, and he also has Robert Sala selling hope. Aaron wants to prove eventually he's right. The Nat Hackett thing, I'll make it right. Alan Lazard, you wait and see. Randall Cobb, he'll make a big catch. Giving up draft picks, we're all good here. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard there's a lot of people in the NFL who don't think Robert Sala is the greatest coach on earth. But I also tell you that if you have bad quarterback play, no one looks like a good no one looks like a good coach. No one. That's what the Fox said. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. 
Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's find out who or what's annoying Bo Benson. And now, it's your annoying. Now, Chris Perfett, I think uh, you get uh, ownership of this first uh, annoying th- thing that annoys it, you. It is, and I'm I'm trying to be generous on it because I understand that we've kind of done this analytics debate for a long time, right? I remember when we were doing like pitcher wins and war and all the other stuff in baseball, and when I saw this start to come to football, I thought we could at least be a little smart about it. That we could understand that, like, look, there's a lot that goes into football. It's a tactical and strategic game. The information on fourth downs is neat. I think we can understand, and I thought most people understood, that part of it was that we understand that circumstance, players, scheme, and what you have in your playbook matter a lot on those fourth downs as well. But it's gotten to a breaking point for me on the Monday Night Football broadcasts with Troy Aikman, who every time he gets the chance, he has to intone, well, analytics say you go for it here, when it was the Seahawks kicking a field goal down 10, which is probably what you're supposed to do in that place. But he does this every week now, and it just strikes of sour milk. He's mad that this is even sour a discussion. Grapes. Sour grapes. Sour grapes. Yes. Sure. Sour grapes too. You don't, Everything's you, sour. You don't, uh, you don't cry over spilt milk, but you when you complain, it's sour grapes. Oh, I see. I'm mixing my, my metaphors then. I apologize. It's okay. But it's, 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 just, it's driving me insane on how cynical it's gotten, how it has to be this, this 100%, it's either you're for or against the analytics sure. rather than seeing what it is, which is a tool in the box. And guys like Aikman out there are just being so pig-headed about it all the time that just hearing him say that on television makes me want to turn off and go over to the Manning cast. Yeah, it's a great point you bring up because the only thing worse than criticizing analytics is when you don't actually know what the analytics tell you and then you make an assumption about it, right? What do they say about when you make an assumption, right? You make an ass out of you and me and that feels like what he's doing yeah i thought at first it was a cute quip on a couple times but now he's it feels like we've gotten at least one of these every monday night football broadcast and it just it's gotten old to me and i find him very annoying for that yeah i i i I can feel you on that one um he's an interesting one right like he just is uh he he's become a lot more opinionated since going to espn he's talked a lot more football since going to espn um and I think all of it, though, has pushed him to where he's, um, he's, uh, he he has strong opinions. It's weird, right? Like he's 
very clearly anti-Skip Bayless. Like, even when he came at me, it was more about he didn't like Skip Bayless. And that goes back to when what Skip wrote in his book about him. Um, But he's always been kind of anti-hot take, but now he's kind of hot take. He's got a little hot takey in there. It's like, I want to get on this. I want to say some opinionated shit, too. You guys ever notice that? Yeah. That yeah, a lot more on ESPN, like you said. Uh, what else? Uh, so kind of going off of something you uh, said yesterday, uh, USC cornerback Damani Jackson entered the transfer portal, and he posted on Instagram a long, winding message that ended in uh, big, bold letters, uh, forever fight on. Ah, yes. forever fight on. Yes. Uh, How many years was Damani Jackson at USC? I believe that was one year he was at USC. He was a uh, five-star recruit last year. So yeah, uh, announcing his intention to leave the program high and dry, probably go to Georgia or Michigan, uh, yeah, he's a forever fight on though. Uh, that's really annoying. <laughs> like, like you said, you're not forever fight on. You're gonna go play for Georgia. You're gonna go play for Michigan, and then when you leave there, what is it like? I just go dogs? I, like it's it's one of those things where I understand like he's a 19 year old kid. He doesn't know shit about shit, right? I get it. Okay, I was 19. I was 20 I, when I transferred. When I got in trouble, you know, like you. But this is if you're gonna put big boy stuff on social media. Have, have run it by somebody like, oh, you got to give forever a Trojan. Like, dude, you were there a year, not even a year, right? N- not, not even a year. Especially now. Unless he graduated the, uh, early and came in the spring. And even if he did, then he showed up in January. Yeah. Like technically he was there, you know, 10 months, See, 11 yeah. months. Short time. Especially now with the NIL stuff too. Like, I don't know if you, uh, Caden Green, the lineman from Oklahoma that entered the transfer portal just because he felt like he wasn't getting paid enough by Oklahoma to yeah. to play there it's it's all a mess but yeah you can't you Too can't say forever you. I, I feel really bad for Oklahoma <laughs> this is this is me and my sim- the smallest uh, world's smallest violin, yeah. violin yes yes uh, and then last one from me here um I don't know insomniac games they uh, they developed spider-man for the PlayStation they had a massive hacker attack by a group really? that uh demanded 50 bitcoin from them which was about two million dollars otherwise they would release everything and sony and insomniac didn't pay so they released everything so not only is this entire company's uh breadth of work out there now in terms of like what they're working on but they've also leaked personal details of employees which i think is that's really annoying that sucks uh, to not only have everything you're working on just thrown out there like, in the wild like, with like, no like context. What, like what, what personal details? Like addresses and names and, and phone numbers and That's stuff shitty. like that. Yeah, it's it's really stupid. Um, so, yeah, to have not only the stuff you're working on that isn't ready to be shown to the public, uh, now they get to know where you live and your phone number, too. Uh, so, yeah, that's, as you said, shitty. That's, that's shitty. Uh, what's the most annoying? Uh, hackers... Hackers, um, Troy Aikman's misuse of analytics and criticism of analytics, or Demonte Demonte Jackson is just because there's so many of these kids. So again, this is it. Sounds like I'm simply picking on Demonte Jackson, and I am a little bit, but really, it's about all of these kids who all do the same shit. Okay, as I told you yesterday, it is not God's plan for you to change football teams, schools. Especially with the way USC has gone, you know, we, we understood Lincoln Riley, this was his plan coming in, was bringing a bunch of these guys through the transfer portal. And now, after this year, a lot of them are leaving out by that same transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean that's just the nature of when you're trying to flip a program, you're, you're going to have these things. What's amazing, though, is this, like I said, this entire uh, 
no one wants to ever criticize a player anymore. Remember, when they transfer, they're kids. But they need to be paid like adults and treated with the respect of adults, which none of that makes sense. You know, none of it makes sense. Because they're a kid, then they need more guidance, which is really what they need. And they need some hand-holding. If they're an adult, they can do it on their own. They don't need all this stuff, which is not true. But my, my big thing is, you know, God does not have a plan for you to transfer schools. And you're not forever a program, even if you have, were there four years and you transfer out, but especially if you're there a year, two years. You're there a year, just go, hey, man, it's a good layover. Now I'm on to a different hub. All you players out there, like Damani Jackson, you're annoying! Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. Okay, pick of the day. Pick of the day, pick of the day, pick of the day, pick of the day. This is a good one, actually. I'm kind of fired up about it because... um, as you guys know, I like to pick college hoops and I'm pretty damn good at it, you know? And we traditionally don't have great games this week because it's finals week, right? Um, and then you play one game before you head out of town and that's usually like the worst game for coaches all year because as soon as you play, then you, uh, then you hit the road. Tonight in Memphis, you have the Memphis Tigers. Yeah, the Memphis Tigers, who've won three in a row against three good programs, VCU to AM and Clemson. Um, their only losses were to good programs, Nova, who they lost to, I think that was in the Bahamas, and they lost to Ole Miss as well. They're taking on a Virginia team that's good, not great. You know, Virginia team got stomped by by Wisconsin since then. They have wins over the same AM team that that uh Memphis beat. West Virginia by two on the road. Syracuse they stomped, and then they barely beat Northeastern. But I, Styles make the fight, and Virginia's a three and a half point dog on the road. Give me the Wahoos! Give me the, give me the Cavaliers on the road to cover. That's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Check out the daily radio show. This uh, pod rolls into it. Okay, this pod rolls into it on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.